Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. Well, when we think about overwhelm, it in itself entails being completely overcome by an overpowering, intense emotional response to something that has happened or something that is happening that just feels far too challenging for us to manage. Welcome back to the Menopause Coach Podcast. I am here with a beautiful episode today. After speaking with a number of my friends and individuals that I both coach and have coached in the past about this topic, it's one that I know many of you will have read the title of this episode and thought, wow, yes, I'm diving inside this one. I want to be able to provide you some really good modalities and takeaways that you are able to use as tools inside your toolbox. So we are going to talk about overwhelm today. We are going to look at really what is overwhelm and how can we overcome overwhelm when it takes hold of our ability to feel in control of our happiness, of our sleep, of our appetite, of so many different things. And I know for some of you, you might think, wow, I have really been knocked by overwhelm. For others, you might think I haven't even experienced it yet. But I just would love to invite you to be at peace with yourself as we go through this episode together. So when you experience overwhelm, it can feel extremely heavy. It's almost like it is this full consuming thing that just happens and overpowers our mind, overpowers our physical body and being. And we can lose a lot of who we are when we are trying to battle through this time. But the truth is, most of us will end up feeling overwhelmed at some point in our lives. And it can vary. The degree of that experience can vary. It can be very short-lived dealt with very quickly, very easily, very seamlessly, or it can actually last for some time and become very intense and even at times overpowering for a lot of us. Overwhelm itself, let's talk a little bit about what it is. I think this will really help to define, well, what do we mean by overwhelm and how is that different from me just feeling a bit anxious about something? Well, when we think about overwhelm, it in itself entails being completely overcome by an overpowering, intense emotional response to something that has happened or something that is happening that just feels far too challenging for us to manage and overcome. We cannot even see the solution at the time that it is either happening to us or has happened to us. So when we are confronted with being overwhelmed, it can be very difficult to think and it can be extremely difficult to act rationally. Okay, it's important to use those phrases because when we think about this, we will still think and we will still act, but we will find it very difficult to do so in a rational mindset and response mechanism. And even functioning properly in this kind of normal way where we're able to get up when the bed alarm goes off, the morning time alarm maybe rings and we think, wow, normally I would be up and out, I'd be getting ready, I'd be thinking about what I am achieving today. And actually, I don't even want to get out of bed. 
Yeah, I'm just feeling really low and I want to pull the covers over my head. Don't want to even brush my teeth today. So overwhelm can have us in this dysfunctional form of self. Okay, so that's really important that we note that. We are thinking, but we're finding it very difficult to think clearly. We are acting, but we're finding it very difficult to act in a very rational manner. And functioning can become extremely challenging for us when we think about normal functionality of ourselves. And this is the effect which can be extremely intense. It can really interfere across our personal and our professional life. Okay, for those of you that are listening to this that are my fellow businesswomen and entrepreneurs, again, overwhelm, we will be far too aware, let's use that word, far too aware of what this feels like at different times, especially if we are stepping outside that comfort zone and we are approaching launching new product offerings, we are looking at building out new service offerings, we are maybe changing the way that our business modality is set up or the strategies that we use and it's pushing us outside our comfort zone, this can be enough to push that overwhelming feeling. And I want to discuss what that, what I mean by that overwhelming feeling and also give you some tools in your toolbox. Um, but the same applies for those of you that are in a professional setting that is maybe career-based, working for a other person or with a business partner particularly. So looking at this from both a personal and professional lens. Now, I support many powerful businesswomen and the heaviness of overwhelm can have such a direct impact on the ability of those women to be able to show up in the truth, but also in the way that they want to be showing up. So there comes that rationality again mm -hmm. and draining of that energy and confidence in the process. Okay, so overwhelm showing up at a time that we never want it to. It's never a right time, but always at the opportunity where we think to ourselves, geez, I do not want to be here facing this. I do not want to be here feeling this. So maybe you've felt this for yourself and this episode title has spoken to you when you've seen it. Okay, I want you to know you're not alone. I myself have been there. I see you, I hear you, and hopefully I'm going to be able to help you with this episode. So let's get stuck in and start with this one right now. I want to cover off what causes an emotional overwhelm. Okay, so that emotionality, that feeling, that whole feeling from top to toe in our body, in both the physiological form, so that, that physical form of our body, again, these aches, these pains that we can feel, but also in the emotional mindset space. Okay, that mental health feeling. And actually that mental health definition, if we pull that out and look at it from what overwhelm is, this is when a person believes that the stressors that you are facing, okay, so what is being faced are far too great to manage, okay, not believing that you have the capability to be able to resolve or to show up in that moment with that clarity. So when a person believes the stressors faced are far too great to manage, you may feel that you are completely drowning inside your thoughts and emotions. And these emotions become all about the things that you deem to be problematic or a problem. Yeah, to the point where you lack the productivity and can feel very frozen or even paralyzed in the mind space and the physical body to be able to show up in response to a situation, a thought or a feeling. So let's look at some of the key factors in overwhelm and some of the most common reasons for feeling overwhelmed. 
Well, if we think about our beautiful brain inside our head, it has this beautiful ability to be able to see, to think, to hear, to experience. And the brain's primary source of functionality is to make sure that we are kept safe. Okay, that risk assessment is doing its job when we are being kept safe. But in that being kept safe modality of the brain, so when it's functioning at its best and it's thinking, wow, there's risks out here and we shouldn't cross the road that way because there's no zebra crossing. Oh, we can't go that way because there's no lights. Actually, we're not going to walk on the motorway. That's a very bad thing to do. The brain is constantly processing those risks and it's filtering it through into our conscious and subconscious space so that we are alerted to whether we should go that way or should not go that way for safety reasons. It's the same when we show up in a situation for life, okay? The brain is not looking at that any differently. It's going by how we are feeling. So this can be brought on by a significantly stressful time at work. The brain, again, is risk assessing. It's looking for fear. We're going into this fight, flight or freeze response mechanism. And again, this whole point of our nervous system response starts to trigger. That's where our endocrine system comes in. And this beautiful kind of complex nature of our endocrine hormones starts to release things like your either when we're in a happy space, our serotonin, our happy hormone, or when we're in a really stressful situation and that fight, flight or freeze response is required, then the body is saying, "Ooh, adrenals, let's get some cortisol out there because actually Adele is going to need to run in a moment. We are in a risk zone. This is stressful. Release cortisol, alert her to the fact that we are in a fight, flight or freeze response requirement, please. The brain is telling the adrenals to go ahead and do that. The adrenal releases that cortisol and all of a sudden we are in this sweaty palm moment, churning tummy, heart racing, palpitations, feeling a bit breathless, might get a bit dizzy. or like, Jesus, this is not a nice situation to be feeling right now. What is going on? So you might have this significant stressful time at work. You're maybe working on a report. It's brand new to you. It's going all the way up to Exco. You're thinking, Lord above, I do not want to do this. It might be a meeting or something you're needing to present at and you're not a public speaker. You don't enjoy doing it. You're thrust out of your comfort zone. It might be a relationship breakdown in the workplace. You might be dealing with someone or a situation where you think this just isn't nice. This is confrontation. Don't deal well with confrontation. I don't want to face this. Yeah, there's lots of things that this can be brought on by. And what's important through this whole entire situation is that you are fully alerted to the fact that your body is pushing you into this response phase. Okay, so where we are feeling overwhelmed, this can be brought on by a significantly stressful time at work. It might actually be a traumatic personal experience. And when we talk about trauma, trauma is on many different levels. Okay, trauma is not just about actually, you know, facing, let's look at it from a physical point of view. So it might be a physical assault that has happened. It might be that actually, yes, it's one that is that's trauma. It absolutely is. It might be a childhood memory of a trauma that you faced, something that was said or something that has happened. It might actually be bereavement or losing a loved one. Okay, this is still a traumatic personal experience. So losing a loved one is a very big trauma for the body and the brain to process. 
it might be a breakdown in relationships. And this is quite a big one for many of us, especially within our menopausal journey. And when we think about that from a personal point of view or a personal perspective, this might be with someone such as your partner. Okay, whether you are married or you are just in a relationship form, it doesn't make a difference. They are still your personal relationship. And that can have quite a significant impact on you from a overwhelm lens and point of view. So personal relationship interference or breakdowns, professional relationship interference or breakdowns. You may feel that you are being in a bullying or harassment phase at work with an individual. It might be senior line management that you do not feel supported by. Again, all of these things are are touching upon that feeling, that most common reason behind that feeling of overwhelm. Okay, so both professional and personal, and even a change in your own health and well-being, where menopause can be a huge hormonal change for your body and your brain to be able to comprehend and work through. Okay, so not disbanding the fact that actually you might not have anything change. You might have everything remaining very stable throughout your life, but if your body is going through your perimenopausal changes or coming through into the other side of postmenopause, then again, this is enough to create that feeling of, hmm, this is quite overwhelming for me right now. I've not felt this, I've not experienced this before, and I don't quite know what's ahead. That is enough to be an overwhelming cause. And this can then have quite a domino effect on other areas of your life. Okay, such as we've touched on relationship issues already, but also on lacking in nutrition. Your choices for fueling and nurturing and nourishing your body may change at this time. It might feel to you that actually it's too much hassle for me to make that food from scratch. I'm just going to order in today, it's easier. I'm feeling too far overwhelmed for me to comprehend having to go and do a food or grocery shop. It might feel that you do not want to be cooking because actually I don't know what to have. I don't know what I should have. So it's easier to just make some toast or a bowl of cereal. So in your nutritional point of view, this might be where we find that you are lacking in some of those key nutrient requirements for your body and brain. We might find that actually being in a state of overwhelm causes a bit of financial distress or insecurity for you where you've maybe had some time off work, okay? We know that different companies offer different levels of benefit for this. And if you're someone who isn't paid when you are off sick, if you're someone who is self-employed in business and you can't then work your clients through that time that you're having off and you're not being paid for it, then again, this is an impact which can then start to cause financial distress or insecurity. So that whole domino or snowball effect is starting to feel a lot heavier for you. You might find that actually you're not sleeping as well as you were as that knock-on effect starts to happen and this starts to become a bit of a habitual lack of sleep that is developing through that busy mind space that you now have. So I think it's really important that we touch upon then what does overwhelm actually look like or feel like? We might find that you are having quite vast emotional outbursts. You might be crying a lot more than you ever have done before. You might think, well, mm, I don't know why, but I just feel really emotional. I just feel like I need to cry a lot. 
I've got this, you know, I'm crying at adverts. I'm watching things and I'm just feeling extremely emotionally, emotionally hanging by a thread is how I've heard some clients and some past clients call it before we did the work. Hanging from a thread, Adele, I just, I feel like anything I do or anything that is said to me, I could literally just be a one breath away from bursting into tears. Okay, so in public as well. We might find that actually you're lacking in sleep, okay? And this is where things like insomnia can start to kick in. We might find that you've got a poor appetite regulation. So where your hormones, leptin and ghrelin, those are your hunger regulators, we might find that they're a bit out of whack. They're off. They're not really... They're not really telling us that we need to eat, so we aren't, we aren't eating as much. We're not as hungry. Or they might be telling us that we're never full and we find that we are just really excessively consuming a lot of refined sugary foods, high carbohydrate intake because we're needing that comfort. We might find that we get headaches and a bit of a cloudy mind where it literally feels like someone has just stuck a whole smoke machine inside our brain and we're like, whoa, I cannot see a thing in here. Yeah, so cloudy. Not being able to make a decision. This is a big one. So not being able to make a decision is one of the biggest ones that I have heard clients express and talk about with their own journeys through their overwhelm. So when we've been working through the tools in their toolbox, this is a big one, okay? So not being able to make a decision. This can be as tough as I have this idea that I know I need to work on, but actually I don't know how to start it. Or I've had this thing sitting on my to-do list for don't know how long now and I've procrastinated and I've avoided and I've ignored and I just cannot seem to make the decision to get started because it's adding to the overwhelm. I would rather do what I refer to as the ostrich. I'd rather stick my head in the sand, my butt in the air and just ignore it. It's easier. So not being able to make a decision. This is a this is quite a key one. Fatigue and tiredness. Again, if you are not sleeping right, if you are not fueling your body correctly at this time for what your brain and your physical body needs, then again, we might find that then this fatigue and tiredness is a knock-on effect of those things. But also, even if you are sleeping your seven to eight to nine hours a night, depending on what your body needs, you may still be waking up thinking, wow, I really feel like I haven't slept at all. Okay, so the quality of your sleep is impacted. Aches and pains in that physical form. Okay, I've worked with so many ladies. One of my ladies has just graduated through our support program in our accelerator support service. And what this actually helped her to do was to really understand how her body was connected. We worked through so many beautiful modalities and interventions together. And what she was facing was a lot of nerve pain, headaches, backache, to the point where it actually became very debilitating for her to move. Okay, not just, a, oh, I've got a niggle, but actually I can't get out my bed today with the pain. Now, understanding that actually the brain and the physical body are obviously linked, we know that, but the brain will actually signal to the physical body at times of distress, stress or overwhelm. And we can actually find that there is such an intense feeling of pain, nerve pain, joint pain, headache, aches, you name it. It can be there and it can show up in the most ridiculous of places, the craziest of forms. 
and we just find that things just don't feel abundant for us at that time. So it's knowing that actually physical pain is something that we are fully needing to be alerted to and of. Another thing to consider within all of this as well is anxiety and depression. We should probably say anxiety and or depression. We know that we can have anxiety without depression. We know that we can have both together. And it's knowing that where we feel overwhelmed, this is kind of thinking like there's so much in this bag and I cannot lift it. It's so heavy. That's what then starts to cause that anxiety feeling. Yeah, that feeling of I just can't. I cannot. I can't breathe. I can't do. I can't face. And when it starts to get into that sense of the feeling, we can end up then running the risk of developing that anxiety with depression. So noting that there are many different reasons that this can come. But these are just a few that I think is really important for us to make point and reference to. And as we start to move through a little bit further into all of this, it's understanding what is it that comes through for you when you hear this. Okay, so I encourage you to take a moment just now, a moment to really think about what is coming through for you as we talk about this, as we reach out to each other in this moment right here, right now, to understand what is it that's coming through for you. And if you are sitting here thinking, wow, do you know, I've had a lot of nerve pain and I've been to the GP and my doctor and my consultant and we've had scans and we've had pain relief, different medications, different suggested causes of the pain that I am experiencing, nothing that has come through to show me that this is exactly what it is, then having a consideration that for you, it could be as as simple. And when we say the word simple, I don't mean that it's easy, but it could be as simple as, are you currently in a distressed state of overwhelm? And if you are, This is where understanding that this overwhelming feeling, okay, this overwhelming feeling that sits within your body is enough for you to feel, to feel the impacts of being overwhelmed. And I don't think this is talked about enough. I don't think that we are exposed to this enough for us to be able to see that in the thoughts that we have, in the things that we do, it is enough to create that physical impact. And at times for us, this disability for us to be able to process and move through the day, both in movement in the the actual physical body form, but also movement in our mind space of, I feel in control. I feel I'm able, I feel I'm capable. There are many, many different reasons that this can come. But being alerted to the fact that overwhelm has such a significant impact on you physically, emotionally and mentally, that actually it's enough to cause things like those aches and those pains inside and out of your body. So none of these things are great. Okay, when you're feeling that you're a bit run down, when you're feeling that you're a bit overwhelmed, none of these things are great. Okay, regardless if you are showing up here today as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, a woman in her career, a woman running her family, a woman running her life, it does not matter, but it has such a significant impact on you and your future and your success, right? So it's super important that you know how this feels for you and when you are showing up inside a state of overwhelm response, 
there is risk to that. So let's look at what you can do to help yourself at this time. And I have six beautiful steps that you can weave in and out of and try them to see what works best for you. So number one, I invite you to take a deep breath in through your nose and a release breath out through your mouth. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious, a quick way to begin to alleviate those feelings is by doing breathing exercises. And you know by now that I massively value breath work and meditation. It's so vastly been such a brilliant big part of my life over the last few years and a huge tool in my own personal toolbox and my clients' toolboxes that it's one of the modalities that I give massive gratitude and thanks to for how I personally get to manage my own perimenopause journey as a six-figure businesswoman. It's so vital for my business. It's so vital then for my clients because if I was not able to do what I do, my business would not function. If my business did not function, I would not be able to show up and record this podcast for you to show up and run social media for you, to show up and coach my one-to-one ladies, my Adele Johnston coaching ladies, my menopause support coaching certification in the education space. None of this would be possible, okay? The business mastermind that we hold space for those ladies who graduate the MSCC in, none of it would be possible without the fact that actually taking a breath and having breath work and meditation inside my own personal toolbox enables me. It's an enabler to be able to cope, okay? Because nobody, and I don't care who, and I don't care what they tell you, okay? I don't don't care who it is or what they tell you. Nobody is immune to overwhelm. And point number two, sidestep. If the situation that's overwhelming you is happening, happening to you, happening around you, Try taking a step away from it to create some separation between you and whatever is making you feel this way. And by noticing the overwhelming feeling, you can remove yourself in the physical and emotional form. Okay, so using both these steps together, step one, take a deep breath if you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious. Step number two, sidestep and create some separation between you and the situation. Okay, this is important. And deep breathing exercises are such a great way to promote relaxation and lowering your stress response. So if you need some breathing exercises, you can revisit some past episodes. Episode 17 has a really nice gentle one in there. And you can drop me a message for some of the breathwork bundles that we have available as well. Point number three, stop, start, continue. Now, this is a very powerful exercise that I take my one-to-one clients through during our onboarding time together. And we revisit periodically when we need to. But by being aware of what you are facing into, you can look at what needs to continue as a non-negotiable in your life and what can be paused or what can be delegated to others. Okay, so stopped basically. And this is a beautiful way of being able to look at breathing space in the breathing form, but also in the emotional form of I don't have so much weighing my brain down. So what can I delegate to others? And by 
doing the stop, start, continue exercise, you are able to understand in a more clearer form of what is it that's showing up. So if you're not familiar with the stop, start, continue, this is a beautiful exercise that I've spoken about in the past and it's a just a brilliant tool for your toolbox. There's so many different ways that we can do this, but one of the simplest ways is just getting clear around a brain dump of what you are currently holding inside your mind. And if you do so, you're able to get very clear around what is it that's non-negotiable and has to continue in my life? What is it that can stop or be delegated to others? Really important. Number four, self-cares and self-kindness. Do more that brings you joy in the moment. And if you are like me and take so much joy from beach time, from forest walks, and even from baking scones, I do love to bake a scone, I'll have you know, then visit the beach. Okay, take the walk through the forest and bake your scones. Fresh out the oven, the best. Oh, so nice. Then point number five, writing, doodling, or drawing it out. Okay, journaling has no rules. Make this your time to connect with your mind and your thoughts. And if something feels heavy and you can't quite name those feelings, then what about doodling them or drawing them out? There are no rules behind this. Just connection to self. Okay, allow that release. And finally, point number six, ask for help. Your social support network is there for you. So yes, family and friends, but also your wider community. Okay, community and social connection are absolutely vital for our happiness and safety as humans. So if you don't feel that you have this in a strong place right now, I can help with that. And I can give you direction on places to come, places to explore and be part of, and also a very special indeed invitation that where you get to come and ask me about these things, you get to come and have guidance. Okay, I have something very aligned that I know you're going to love that's about to launch. So if you would like to understand more about what that might be and if that might support you, then please just drop me a little email or a DM message and ask me to be added to the waitlist. Okay, ask me how you can join that free waitlist. And I'd say finally, overwhelm is a thought that is brought on by something happening to you that you don't feel comfortable facing as you don't have the tools in your toolbox that you can take out and use. So this isn't so much about stopping the overwhelm from happening. It's more about helping you deal face on front and centre with the right tools. And when you have the right tools inside your toolbox, you will literally be able to show up for yourself in those overwhelming moments. There will always be overwhelming moments and be able to navigate them beautifully. If you want to know how I personally deal with overwhelm and how I help thousands of women around the world do the same, I do it by pouring into me first. Okay, take a breath, sidestep away, Get very clear around what it is that you are facing and feeling before you start to then react. It's really important. It's all too tempting to ignore it, to ostrich, to turn away from it, to push against it, to look at it as a problem that you need to solve. But if you take a breath, you take a sidestep and you fill your cup first, okay, that's your first response. That's a first response requirement, actually. Then you'll feel way more capable of facing it head on when you've done that. So if you're currently struggling with overwhelm and you feel unsure of where to go from here, please email me. 
adele at adelejohnstoncoaching.com. We will pop that link into the show notes below or you can DM me over on Instagram where I am live and kicking and active every single day with the word support so that I can help you overcome overwhelm quickly and powerfully and take back control and joy in your life again. Some beautiful, simple tools and modalities that we will work through together. You will be equipped for life with this toolbox when you graduate. Okay, there's a lot that you've still to do here during your life currency. It's still in your life bank. So don't allow it to be drained any longer with these feelings of overwhelm. Not when they're really nicely, beautifully able to be overcome. Okay, and I can help you with that. So if you're ready to receive the support, I am ready to receive your message. And if you're a businesswoman who takes fast action listening to this today, you like quick results, who doesn't? And you thrive in a one-to-one private support setting, I have space to work with you on a one-to-one basis. So message me to apply. And it just goes to show that when we are able to understand how powerfully we get to be in just by understanding what is it that's happening right now? How am I feeling right now? What emotions am I naming in this moment? I need to take a breath. I need to step aside for a second and regroup. That becomes your first response. And when you're able to understand how this then leverages the situation, that, my beautiful woman listening to this right now, is where this becomes an opportunity rather than a threat for you. So if you want to explore this further with me, I would love to make that invitation for you to message me to apply and find out more. I am sending you so much love in this moment if you are someone who is struggling and dealing with overwhelm right now. My hope for you by listening to this episode and the three beautiful simple steps that you get to take action with is that you now have tools inside your toolbox if you choose to take action. So please do not just listen to this episode and do nothing. As soon as I am finished talking, I would love to invite you to consider What one thing out of those six that we covered are you going to go and try now? I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing. To help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power. Because together, we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.